0: All right so if you have your Bible take it to judges chapter number six judges chapter six uh, this is one of my favorite characters in the Bible and I'm looking forward to that just raise your hand miss miss uh, Miss Alyssa. We'll run it to you anybody else I think Josh may need one and Paul uh, Paul may need one-hmm all right anybody else We've got- Mm-hmm. did i make the print too small <laughs> no. oh okay well, it. <laughs> <laughs> well uh let me try to do that next time okay guys <laughs> make it a little bit bigger half inch, half inch, inch. thick okay Judges six is the is the yes sir.
1: Brother Trent, before you get started with our of of that lesson tonight, I need to make a comment about Sunday. Yes, sir. You know you preached about the son of producing. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And we know that uh, I had never heard what you preached Sunday. Mm-hmm.
0: That was awesome.
1: Amen. But the devil always wants to copycat God. That's right. God and Jesus and the Holy
0: Spirit is three. Satan
1: doesn't have but two. Right. Him right. and Jews. Yeah. Some yes, sir. But they, they don't have a Holy Spirit.
0: They don't have That's a right. There's not a triune.
1: That's not a triune is it. Uh, and I was thinking about that, you know, while he was preaching. I said, Oh man, I ain't never heard that before and everything. You know, the, the sermon that you preach. Yes, sir. Uh, but he's he's a copycat.
0: Oh, absolutely. He
1: wants to be God.
0: All the, the That's right. That he, That's right.
1: He was created by
0: God. That's right. But uh, it was
1: a good sermon. Amen. Said, "Oh, he's he a
0: it's a copycat of
1: Jesus." You know,
0: the son of it God. is. A, a Judas was a a copycat of Jesus. Right. It's
1: a copycat. Yes.
0: And, and the thing about and I agree that that uh, Satan always has a cheap imitation right. Yeah. Right. of what God's God has. And just like in our life, in our Christian life, he always has that cheap imitation of, oh, come over here and do this. If you really, truly love God and serve God and do right with your life, man, he will bless you so much. And the devil says, no, 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 come over here, do this. And uh, that's good. That's good. I never thought about the three either, but I mean, he he can't produce that. No, you can't. The 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 perfect union, that perfect triune Godhead, you know, can't produce that. Amen, amen, amen. Judges six, uh, Miss Stacy's like do a little extra on this lesson here. This is her absolute favorite Bible character. In uh, in the Bible, but uh, it's I love the story of Gideon. This story that we're covering tonight is not my favorite, but later on when he goes to battle, is my favorite story about how he beats the odds. Now that's a whole other sermon in of itself, but but tonight um, I just want to talk to you about the call of God on Gideon's life. We probably won't cover all of this tonight, but. We'll get into it a little bit here. But Gideon's call, God gave him. Uh, so in verse number chapter 6 and verse number uh, 1 begins the story of Gideon. But I want to back up one verse. You've already got your Bible. Verse 31 of chapter 5. And so let all thine enemies perish, O Lord, but let them love him, be as the sun, when he goeth forth in his might. And the land had rest 40 years with Deborah and, and Barak. The Lord gave him 40 years of rest. Now, goes right back in to when God needs a deliverer. And uh, and we're not going to belabor this point again. It's something that that happens after every judge. But I do want to read it. I do want to go through it. And so we'll jump right in. Verse number one. Bible says, "And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Midians seven years, and the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. And because of Midianites, the children of Israel made them the dens uh, which are in the mountains and the." And strongholds. And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up, and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them, and they camped against them, and destroyed the increase of the earth, till thou come unto Gaza and left no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep, nor oxen, nor ass. For they came up with cat, with their cattle and tents, and they came as grasshoppers for multitude. For, they, for both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. Think about the children of Israel. Here they do <coughs> evil in the sight of the Lord, and here comes evil. Here comes their, their reign, their, their oppressiveness. The Midianites, here they come, and the Amalekites, here they come, and there's so many of them, and it takes away the the, the sheep and the oxen and the, and the donkeys or the asses, if you will, and, and uh, they came up with cattle and, and, and tents, and they were so many people, it was like grasshoppers everywhere, and they entered into the land to destroy the land of the children of Israel. And Israel, verse 6, and Israel was greatly impoverished, uh, because of the Midianites and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Now, again, again, I, I'm not going to belabor that point, but they've went evil. They went to the evil side, and here they come, where we've had seven years of oppressive. And uh, let's cry to God. And so, what does God do? He He sends a deliverer. God answers our prayer. Uh, I, I truly believe that some of the problems we face in our in our not necessarily in our country, but just in our life, is because we, we won't go to Him when we have trouble. We won't go to Him if we're having issues. It's when we have something going on in our life, who do we need to go to? Who do we go to? God. You know, when you have trouble in this life, there is not any other answer. There is not any other person but to go to God. Um. And they cried unto the Lord, cried unto the Lord. Uh, And the Lord heard them. Uh, Verse number 8. Uh, that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I, bought, I brought you up out of Egypt, and brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I have delivered and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of the oppressed uh, that oppressed you, and drove them out of, from before you, and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. So, God, when they cried unto the Lord, God sent a prophet down there, and the prophet went down there and he said, Listen, God brought you out of Egypt. God protected you. God gave you this land. And here you are being in fear of the Amorites. Being in fear of the Amorites. You don't have anything to fear. Who is with you? I'm with you. And in verse number 11 is the story where God comes to Gideon. So let's look at the angel in the call. In verse number 11, And there came an angel of the Lord, and set upon an oak, which was which was in Ophria, and, and pertained unto Joash the Abrazite, and his son Gideon, threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from The Midianites. Now, many people would say that the reason that Gideon was hiding was because he was afraid. I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us why he was necessarily there, but he was threshing wheat because he knew that the Midianites were going to try to steal their product. They were going to take their product, they were going to take their the wheat that he had. They were going to take everything that he produced and take it away from him. And and This is what was taking place in this time. So, the angel of the Lord came to him and said, he said unto him, uh, the Lord, look down there in, in that last part of verse number 11, he said, the Lord is with who? Thee. Thou mighty man of valor. Now, Let me ask you this, just a couple different questions here tonight concerning this this verse, okay? So in verse number 11, he says, the Lord is with thee. Who else was the Lord with in the Old Testament? Do you remember going back a couple stories ago when the Bible talked about when, when, uh, do you remember Joseph? When he went in the land of Egypt, who was with him? The Bible says the Lord was with him. And so the Lord was with Joseph when he was in the land of Egypt as a slave. The Lord was with Joseph when he was in prison. The Lord was with Joseph when he was in the pit. And the Lord was with Joseph when he was before Pharaoh. And The Lord was with Joseph. And here we jump forward in the time and here's Gideon. Here he is out hiding from the Midianites. And the Bible says the Lord is with the. So there are times in our life, I, 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 fe- I fear that sometimes we think that because we don't have blessings, the Lord's not there. The Lord's not in it. They had seven years of oppressive behavior. Seven years of being slaves, if you will. Or being oppressed by, by, uh, by the... Uh, my mind just went blank. The Midianites, being oppressed by them, seven years. Do you realize that there are sometimes when we are oppressed and we go through trials in life, guess who's still there with us? The Lord, he didn't leave Gideon in the middle of nowhere because he was all by himself. The Lord was with him. The Lord was still there. And so in the midst of your trial in the midst of your tragedy, in the midst of, man, this is oppression by Satan. Can you not see the oppression in this world? Can you not see the, the divisiveness of Satan and the, and, the, and the work of Satan in this world? Well, well, God must not be here. No, if you are a born-again believer, the Lord yes, yes, is with yes. thee. Greater is he that is in you yes. than he that is in the world. Yes. So yes, we have oppression. Yes, we have tragedy. Yes, not everything's going perfect. But who's on our side? Jesus. The Lord is. He never left Gideon. He never stopped being with Gideon. The Lord is with thee. And you and I have a different... We, we have the Holy Spirit of God. Yes. If you're born again, you have it. And so who is with you all the time? The Bible says the, Lord be, uh, the eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the evil and the good. Right. If the Lord lives inside of me, where does he go? Everywhere, Everywhere I go. Thank the Lord he does. Oh, amen. Okay.
2: Amen. But you know, Gideon, uh, yeah, Gideon was, it would have been easier for him to thresh that wheat on the threshing floor but his people depended on that wheat or the grain. And like you said, he didn't want it to be stolen. Right. So that's the reason he went to the wine press. So he could do it there and, and no one would expect
0: No it. one would know that he's there. Right. So he could be a provider for his family.
2: Right. And for his people.
0: And for his people. And God chose him. Was you Brother Blackie, was you gonna say something?
1: Well the end of twelve there, you know what like God says about uh, about him.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I would wish that he would say that about me. Isn't that <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean that's a that's a praise one for God. Yeah it is he has, he has to be a servant and everything. Yes, he has to be a yes.
0: yes. Yeah. And that's the important thing. When God calls us to do something, he enables us to do that. Sometimes we feel like, and that's Gideon's next thing too, is Gideon kind of doubts that he's able to do that because of his background, where he comes from, and all that kind of stuff. But but God enables us to do what he calls us. If God's called us to do, he'll enable us to do that. You know, if God's impressed on your heart, He'll enable you to do that and do and do that for you. Any thoughts or questions? I mean, do you think about that what you said, Brother Blankey, calling him a mighty man of valor? I mean, Gideon was not, I mean, I, we don't know anything about Gideon's backstory. All we know is it begins right here. So I, I don't know that he necessarily has any background in uh, running a general and being a general in the army and really being a mighty man of valor. Um, so I don't know if I, I, truly, I truly believe, personal opinion, completely personal opinion, I believe that God was telling him, that he will be a mighty man of valor because of what he has done, because of what, the, what he had accomplished. He is, you are a mighty man of valor. You may not necessarily have won a bunch of battles, but you are a mighty man of valor. As you said, what God calls me that? Would God, would God say that about me? Yeah, I'm calling you up. You're you're being enlisted into the army. You're being enlisted to to go. Hey, you you mighty man, get up and fight for us. I mean, that's a strong pull. That's a strong a strong statement that God would say about Him. Very strong, very strong. But the angel of the Lord did that. Now again, it's it's important to know that. That that is the angel of the Lord. This is the angel of the Lord. Calling him. And the Bible says the call of God is without repentance. Right. Come on. If you've been called, there there is no backing out. Okay? So number one, we look at the call or the angel in the call. Number two, let's look at the doubt in the call. In verse number 13. And Gideon said unto him, Who's him? That's the the angel of the Lord. Oh my Lord, if the Lord be with us. Now stop for a second. If you see in that verse, the capital L. Yes. Oh my Lord. Who's the angel of the Lord? Tell me who that is. Jesus. Jesus. Okay? He said, Angel of the Lord. He said, look, he said, Oh my Lord. He said, Now watch what he questions. We're going to cover three different questions here. Uh, Verse number 13, he says, Why then is all this befallen us? So stop. So first of all, Gideon says to the Lord, he says, Why? Why is this taking place? It's your fault. He's blaming God for what's taking place. He's blaming God for the imprisonment. He's blaming God for this situation. But whose fault was it? So this disobedience. So read verse number one. What does it say? And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And so, what happened was, is Gideon says, well why, well, why is this taking place, Lord? It's your fault. No, Gideon, understand it's your fault sometimes some of the things we experience, well, God, well, why'd you do that? Well, look at yourself in the mirror and say, Trenton, why did you do that? Sometimes God gets the blame for things and ultimately we are just reaping the benefits of what has taken place. If you touch a hot stove, what will take place? You will get burnt. Is that what happened to your hand? No, we light a fire with gasoline. Oh, you got burnt! Didn't you know better than that? If you play with fire, you might get burnt. No, don't you know? Don't you understand that if you touch a hot stove, you'll get burnt? So, what will you not do? Touch a hot stove. Not light a fire. Not light a fire. That's because of the gasoline and the gas can, okay? Not talking about that fire, we're talking about the gas stove, right? <laughs> but are you scared of fire now? No. Oh, okay. But if you but you learn these things, okay? So you understand if I touch the hot stove, I'll burn my hand. Okay? So what happens if I disobey God? You're gonna get burned. You're gonna get burned? Well, how is that gonna take place? Mm-hmm. Because when the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, what took place? They immediately became a slave. They immediately became oppressed by somebody. Yes. And when you and I choose to sin, sin is a choice. When we choose to sin, we choose the oppression of Whatever. You fill in the blank. Whatever sin that is. You, you choose it. Bible talks about that sin, that sin that does so easily beset us. Yeah. That sin that, that, oh, knocks us off track and we got to get back going again. That sin that so easily besets us. Hey, why? Why is this befalling us? Ever, look at, hey, look at yourself in the mirror. Trenton. Trenton, look at yourself in the mirror. Did I, did I create the problem? There's been times in my life I created my own problem. God? Amen.
2: Why'd you do that?
0: Yeah. No, Trenton, why did you do that?
2: But you know, sometimes, Brother Trenton, if we do things that's wrong because we want to, mm-hmm. and we say. It's kind of like using whiteout, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, but then I'll repent for it, you know, and it'll be washed away. Yeah. God's not going to play those kind of games all the time.
0: You still have to reap yes. what you sow. Yes. But be not deceived, God's not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You can see. You reap. Know, you can That's right. It is not his lack, it is not the lack of the Lord, lack of the care from God that causes the problems in our life. These problems that we face oh, it's the Lord's fault. Look at what's happening. It's not because the Lord doesn't love us, it's not because he doesn't care about us, it's not that he's not out looking and looking out for us. Sometimes we have to face the benefits of the sin that we've created, of the things that we've done. Why is this befallen us? Maybe, maybe, just maybe, maybe it's Trenton. Look what else he says. He says, well, He says, Why is this been why is then all this befallen us? Then he says, question number two, he said, Where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of? Boy, that's that's woo! Well, where, hey, God, where's your miracles that you told us about? Hey, if you're so big, if Come you're on, five, yeah. man, that's a, that's a strong question. Wonder, where are know, they at? Really? <laughs> I wonder why he didn't kill him. <laughs> hmm? You ever ask that to God? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the only one, okay? Yeah, I know every one of us. Well, why, where's all these miracles at? Right, right. Didn't you bring us over the Red Sea? Didn't you cross the water? Didn't you dry the dry, Didn't you make the ground dry? Come on, God, where you at? Where's all your miracles?
2: Yeah, yeah. Show you stuff.
0: God doesn't work like that. No. God doesn't work like a little genie in the bottle. He pops out. All right, whoop, what do you need? Boop, what do you need? That, that's not how God works. No. That's not how it works. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Comments, questions? But
1: don't, don't you want to thank somebody else for your mistake?
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure, and you know, Luke, he forgot what he did in verse 1. Yeah. That's right.
1: That's why he was asking
0: those questions. That's right. But he forgot. That's right. Well maybe he did that. That's right.
2: That's right. It's just like little kids. Did you eat that? No, sissy did. You know, it just pass the buck.
0: My kids do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they
1: didn't you know, come out of the womb with the Holy Ghost. I mean. <laughs> you know, when you point a finger at somebody, guess how many points back uh-huh. That's
0: right. Three of them. That's right.
1: i remind that again,
0: and then she goes like this. There ain't none pointing back at her. I think he forgot
1: what... He did. He did. Why does all this happen forgot what he did? That's right.
0: Right. That's right. That's right. I, I can't... I know I'm not going to quote the verse right, but the Bible says something about a nation that forgets God. What does it say? Um... There's, and see, Gideon may have been living right. Gideon may have been. But ultimately, we still have to face those consequences as a family. If you have one family member that does wrong, guess what? You're going to face the consequences of that family. Uh, the Achan, what was it, Achan in, the old, in Joshua's time? Man, he stole something he shouldn't. And so the whole family, they took him out and they stoned him and they killed him. Because yep. he... Because one man stole something, but they killed every one of his family members. Yeah, yeah. Look, we face, we reap some of that benefit from other people's sin, especially family. Hey, we're all part of the family of God, right? If my people, which are called by my name, and you know what it says? Yes. In, second, in Chronicles, it tells us that we need to pray and, and ask God to heal our land. Yeah. Well, why hasn't he done it already? I'm already praying that.
2: It's like that
0: old saying, one bad apple will spoil The whole bunch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we need to live righteous. We need to do right, and we need to remember what we've done. And we need to remember, look at ourselves in the mirror. Each one of us, every one of us are sinners. Me, me, Uh me, top sinner. All right, look, and I need to remember that I'm a sinner. And I need to remember that it's me sometimes that causes some of this. It was was Gideon Gideon here in this verse. He forgot what, what caused all this. Man, it's too many times we mistake the will of God for the power of God. Well, the will of God was for this to take place because the children of Israel went awry. Well, where's the power of God at? Right where it's always been. He never left. That's right. Verse number 12. He said, the Lord is with who? Is with thee. He never left him. He never left him. Why? Why is all? Where's the miracles? You know, and I know that there are times that you have, there are bad things. Bad things happen to good people. And good things happen to bad people. Yeah, bottom line, that's just how things work sometimes. But ultimately, ultimately, the Bible says the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Yeah. So why, why? Where's the miracles? We had, they had to pay for their sin. That's why. Now look. The last thing that he says to God, he says in that same verse, verse 13, he says, Now the Lord hath forsaken us. Is that true? No. No. Well, look at all this bad stuff that's happening. Look at this oppression of the Midianites and how they've taken over our cities and they're controlling the grain prices and they're, and they're taking over this and, and, they're, and they're oppressing our country and they're oppressing who we are and what we want to believe in and they're controlling what takes place and they're controlling everything about us. You forgot us. You've forsaken us. God had not forsaken the children of Israel. God has not forsaken us. The faithfulness of God is not in question and should never be in question because God is always faithful and God is always right and God is always just and God is always there for us. It should never be in question. But there are times when we face defeat, and there are times when we face discouragement, and there's times when we face tragedy, and immediately our first thoughts are, well, well, I guess God's forgot about us. Where's, where's those miracles that you talk about? Why is this happening? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. There are times in our life, I, I cannot even begin to tell you why things are happening. I had a, I w- had a conversation with a fellow the other day that was telling me that he had a family member who's two-year-old or, I, I, he, oh, I'm sorry, I won't tell an age because I'm not for sure. He said his young kid fell into a swimming pool and drowned. And you ask yourself, why? Why would that happen? Why does that, why does kind of, what does that kind of stuff take place? Look, I can't begin to tell you why. And there's not a preacher in the world that can tell you why. Because they don't know. They don't. There are things that take place in our life we do not know why. But God is right. God is just. God is a forgiving God. He is always faithful, and he will never leave your side. And so if you face tragedy, if you face something hard in your life, God can be there for you and will be there for you. Gideon was being oppressed. He was being pushed down. He was down and out. But God called him, and he had some doubts about God's call because where was God? He had questions that God wasn't there. Maybe there's been a time in your life you've asked that question. Well, where's God? Where's He at? I need Him. Where's He at? Where's He at in this tragedy? He's looking verse number 11 one more time, and I'm going to close. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry, verse number 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with who? Me.
2: That's
0: right. So in the middle of your tragedy, in the middle of your circumstances, you can't understand that you can't even grasp why. Why is this taking place? Who's with you? The Lord is. The Lord is the one that's with you. The Lord is the one that will carry you through. He's the only one that can. Any thoughts or questions?
2: Every night.
1: We all have to go through
2: the night. We do.
1: There is a sunrise.
0: There is. There is. There is. Any thoughts or questions? I know this is completely off topic, but isn't there a song about Gideon? About a Gideon? Party? I don't know. Is there a song about Gideon? Wait, wait. I don't know. I think we sing one of our Oh, really? Maybe so. I have to look it up. Gideon, God chose Gideon. God can choose you. But I will say this, too, that every one of us in this room, you have a God-called purpose. What's your purpose? We're not just here to be a bumble log, you know? I mean, we're we're here to do something for the Lord. What's our purpose? All right. Uh, Anybody else? Any other thoughts or questions? All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I thank you for tonight. Thank you for everyone that's here.